What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of the Gridiron Authority podcast. I'm Keith Thornton. With me, as always, is Mike Adams. What's up, Mike? Oh, not a lot. Today, we're going to be going over Madden 20. This is an episode we've been waiting to do, so we're going to be giving you all the inside looks to it, the details, what you should uh, focus on, and what you should try and avoid on it. So it's going to be a great episode. I'm looking forward to it. Let's go. All right, let's get started. Uh, it's that time of year again. Madden 20 is out. We are super excited to play it and be able to review what we think is updated for you guys and what we think is kind of worse off. Um, we're really excited. I'm excited because my boy Pat Mahomes is on the cover this year. Uh, first chief, I think, to ever be on it. So it's really excited to see all the posters around and everything. Um, I think we're going to start talking about the gameplay because I feel like that's the most important part of the game. Mike, what do you think about the gameplay this year? You know, I think it's it's improved uh, over last year. It's it's got some the graphics year to year always get a little bit better. Uh, it's nice to see some of the adjustments they made on defense and offense. Uh, you know, you don't have those those uh, crazy interceptions like past years. It seems as much. It still happens here and there. I've had a few that have been a little crazy, but uh, it seems like they fixed them quite a bit. The pass rush on the game, it, it seems like it's been fixed a little bit. It's a little it's a little harder as a user to to pass rush now, but it also makes it a little more realistic. So you're not getting 40 sacks a season anymore, depending on what level you play on, obviously. But uh, overall, I think I think the gameplay has improved quite a bit on both sides of the ball. Honestly, what do you think? Yeah, I really like some of the things that they've done. Some of the things are a little bit questionable to me, but probably one of the best things I've seen. And I think 19 and 18 were both equally bad at this. You could snap the football, run around for six, seven seconds in the backfield, and just wait for a speed receiver to get open and bomb it deep to him. This year, with the pass rush upgraded, you really only have two or three seconds. So it kind of forces you to hit your check down routes, your intermediate routes, to utilize your run game. Seems a little bit more realistic. If you're one of those guys that wants to throw for six, 700 yards a game and throw for just record-breaking pace, it's probably not going to be the game for you on the harder difficulties. So I do like the fact that they made that a little bit more realistic. And Sometimes the pass rush can be overwhelming, which if you look at players like Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt in real life, it can get overwhelming too. So I really like what they did on the pass rush side of the ball. Um, I feel like running the football is a lot more fun this year. They make it to where I think last year was the biggest problem. When you're running the football, you run straight into your offensive line and it just like snags you up and you fall down. This year, I feel like it kind of when you run into the back of your lineman, it kind of hesitates and, and does like more patient run style and lets you hit the hole faster. So I've, I've noticed a big upgrade in the run game. Um, probably the biggest thing that's changed since last year is superstar X factor abilities. And I'm really excited to see what you think about this. So what that is, they have little abilities that when they hit them, like say for Patrick Mahomes, for instance, you throw a 30-yard pass, he gets in the zone. And when he's in the zone, he triggers an X-Factor ability. His X-Factor ability is he can throw 15 yards farther than he normally would be able to, which, you know, for him is insane. So X-Factor abilities, they kind of they differ on each player. So on the offensive side, defensive side, just different individual players on the team get these crazy abilities. What do you think about those, Mike? 
they've been a lot of fun so far. Uh, it's it's interesting, you know, using those guys like Mahomes that can throw the ball up to 85 yards. It's it's uh, been a lot of fun with most of them. There's a couple of them I have issues with, uh, say on like the pass rush specialist. Uh, I mean, it basically if if you get Khalil Mack activates his, I mean, you can snap the ball, and by the time the ball hits your hand, you know Khalil Mack's already in your face sacking you, which. I mean, that may happen here and there in real life, but very, very rarely will something happen that quick. Um, so I think some of them can be a little over the top, but they've still been a lot of fun. It's been a great addition, I think. Uh, I look forward to, you know, kind of deep diving into it more as uh, as the game cycle goes on, uh, as we figure out how to use them properly. And, you know, right now we're only about a little over a week into the game, so uh, everyone's still pretty new at it, but at the moment it's been it's been a blast yeah i think that it here's what i'd like to see from madden and i say this every year they always introduce these new crazy things but then they seem to either drop them the next year i want to see them develop this because i feel like it is overpowering but i absolutely love the the thought of it of having a guy get into a rhythm and then get into a zone and having that zone make him a better player i just don't know i mean even the the mahomes thing it's just he already has one of the strongest arms in the game. Add 15 yards to that, and he could throw the entire length of the football field. Or I, One of the other ones that really caught me, um, I threw a pick to, I think it was Eric Weddle on the Ravens, and it, when he got in the zone, he was covering sideline to sideline every play, like just locking everything down. So I like where they're going. I want to see him build on it on the next few Madden uh, versions. Yeah, I, I would – I would love to see that. It's it's something that they do have a bad history of is introducing these modes and getting you excited. And then, you know, the next year, maybe two years down the line, they just cut that mode out. Yeah, it's kind of like their precision passing. I love that precision passing. The quarterback zone where you have to uh, move the joystick around to light up the zone where you're looking makes it realistic and you've got to locate it. And that just kind of went by the wayside the last few years. Yeah, and I, I mean, even the uh, even the cone passing back on the older Maddens around 06, 07, stuff like that. I mean, it was it was something it, it added a new facet to the game. Uh, it was a challenging mode at times, especially if you don't have a good quarterback. If you had, you know, a great quarterback, you know, it wasn't a huge deal. But if you were, you know, like when we start franchises, we always like to take bad teams and make them good. We like to take low players and bring them up. So it could, you know, that could be a challenge, especially if you're on all Madden. And I mean, they're unique things and I understand not everyone likes them. Um, It may not be for everyone, but I do like the option of being able to do it. I do like just the, the uniqueness of some of those ideas and the, the realism of some of those ideas. So, you know, going back to the precision passing or the cone, you know, I like the fact that you can't, it, it, stopped you from being able to scram scramble say all the way to the left sideline and then bomb it deep you know to the right sideline and accurately um which everyone knows is unless maybe you're unless you're patrick mahomes is completely unrealistic uh so i like that realism that it that those types of modes add and you know the superstar i just like the fun that it adds it's you know it's it's fun being able to throw the ball 85 yards um even though it is somewhat unrealistic but i mean here and there it's it's nice to do so uh, and some of the other the some of the other X factors are are uh, a little you know are pretty fun to play. So sure. Well, so we said some pretty positive things about gameplay, but where I find the biggest complaint in gameplay is some of the AI so far. Um, Mike and I have started a franchise, and <clears throat> the fumbling from the running backs is absolutely ridiculous. 
Um, I've had games where I've had four or five fumbles by running backs in the game. Um, and that's not a rare occurrence. It happens almost every time. Uh, do you have any more kind of weird, quirky things happening in the AI on your side? Yeah, I mean, it's every year you have your your typical, um, you know, kind of unrealistic play. It's almost like you were talking about with Eric Weddle where, you know, sideline to sideline stuff, which, I mean, isn't completely unrealistic. But, you know, if I have one-on-one coverage, you know, man coverage with, say, Tyree Kill, who's a 99 speed going against an 89 speed cornerback, and the safety from the other side not only chases him down, uh, but outruns him and catches the ball in stride. You know that to me, that's that's fairly unrealistic, and that's only happened a couple times. Uh, same thing with the cornerbacks. You know, I, I hate seeing uh, Tyree Kill or say like a John Ross for the Bengals, who's a ninety-seven speed, uh, when they have their cornerback beat, and as soon as I throw it, the cornerback kind of hits some sort of mo, you know, a boost, I guess you you could say, but something happens to it. And they'll just completely outrun my guys stride for stride, just outrun them and catch the ball. And like, it's no big deal. Like I was throwing it to them. So those are the the biggest ones. Um, I haven't, you know, from the defensive line and the linebackers, I haven't seen anything super crazy in past years. You know, you'd have those linebackers that would, you know, you throw the ball five yards to the left and they'd somehow make that diving roll one handed catch, you know, uh, or interception, sorry. And uh, I haven't seen too much of that, really. So I, I think the AI has improved overall, but the, the fumbling is a little out of control. I think we both had the issue of um, accidentally diving with the quarterbacks instead of sliding with the quarterbacks. And the quarterbacks just kind of die, you know, just lose the ball in midair without even being hit. I mean, it's just you just dive straight up and without even any contact, they fumble the ball. So that's, I think, the most frustrating part of it. Yeah, and I get, you know, a quarterback's not going to have as good of carrying ability as a running back, but if you're running with a quarterback, I'm just going to throw this out there to beware because if you get hit pretty much at all, you're going to fumble it. Yeah. And I feel like right. that's a little – like I get I get maybe like one out of every ten carries from a quarterback making him fumble or something, but this is – if you don't run out of bounds or slide, you're pretty much going to fumble. And like Mike said, if you accidentally – because it's the same button to slide and dive – so if you are pushing forward and you hit the slide button, you're going to dive forward. And yeah, if you if you just dive forward untouched, the ball is probably going to come out. So just beware running. Yeah, and it's it's something when we played the other night, we had that issue where you accidentally dove with your quarterback, and I didn't even really hit you very hard. Um, I barely made contact with you, and you fumbled the ball. So uh, I mean, out, outside of the fumbling and a couple plays in the secondary here and there, I do I do believe. Uh, the gameplay overall has gotten better. Um, it seems to improve every year, but I do believe it's it's getting a little crisper, but there are still some things that, you know, even as, as Madden veterans, I mean, we've been playing the game for well over 20 years. I mean, it still drives us insane at times. So, yeah. And, and part of the, the best thing I like about this year's version is I feel like with the, the frostbite engine, the, the animations are so crisp and great. The catching animations are, are excellent. Some of the running spin move juke animations are excellent. Um, this year, I think because of Mahomes, they kind of put an emphasis on quarterback release. I mean, you can do some cool sidearm releases. You can do no-look passes. The, just the typical player animations this year feel great. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I think it's, like I said, I think it's something that they improve a little bit every year. 
And with Mahomes doing what he did last year, I think they're able to incorporate some new uh, uh, mechanics and throwing motions and stuff that some people would have called unrealistic before Patrick Mahomes, but now with him doing some of his stuff. And I mean, even guys like Josh Allen, who, you know, I mean, arm for arm is, is every bit as strong as, as Patrick Mahomes, um, even on the game, he's actually got the best arm on the game. So, I mean, when people say it's unrealistic to throw it to, you know, 70 yards or 75 yards, but you have these guys coming out and doing it, it allows Madden to actually incorporate some of that into the game because now it's, it's a, a realistic thing on some level. So, uh, it's, it's always fun to see, uh, some of these things be added to it. So. And luckily with the introduction, and this is a few years back, but they've got your sliders you can do to take some of the fumbling out of it. Yeah. And maybe another thing I noticed is injuries are a little, um, they happen too often. If I'm running with a running back, I think probably once every single game playing as the Bengals, Joe Mixon's out for the game at some point because he gets tackled, hit. It's either a bruised shoulder or something happens where he's out at least every a quarter or two of every game. And I'd like to see that kind of cleaned up a little bit. I get that injuries happen, but maybe just less. And luckily with Madden sliders, you can just turn the injury sliders down a little bit, kind of tweak it to your ability. Yeah. And, and, and that's a, that's a great, a great thing to bring up. I think we've both uh, suffered some injury issues playing through the franchise or just playing regular game modes. And I've, I've been seeing some stuff online, people having the same issues. And uh, I mean, that part can be a little frustrating uh, as we were, talking about before you know i we with the injuries joe mixon uh in one of my franchises i've had nick chubb you know the first three carries i gave him the ball for the season he was hurt all three plays and then one of them ended up knocking him out for six weeks and you know nick chubb isn't a small man i mean he's a power running back so he should be able to absorb some hits so uh, I would like to see him adjust the the injury settings a little bit, but if they're if it's a little too high for you, just go into the sliders, take it down a little bit. You know, don't make it unrealistic, but you know, just drop it down a point or two, and and uh, that should fix the problem for you. Awesome. So here's how I figured we could do this. I've got a out of ten rating scale. I've been giving each position. I've got gameplay at probably a nine out of ten. What are you thinking? Um, I've got it a little bit lower. I've got it, I'd say about an 8.5. And that's only because of, you know, having to adjust the fumble sliders or having to adjust the, the injury sliders. I I don't like to do that myself. So uh, I'd like to see him just have those settings a little more realistic to begin with. So I did put it a little bit lower. So I say an 8.5 out of, out of 10 is my rating. Awesome. So overall, it's just it, it's enough to make a, an enjoyable experience for Madden players, both new and veteran alike. So I think you're going to really like the gameplay this year. It's, a, it's definitely an upgrade from from 19. So it's good to see the game kind of get back on track a little bit. All right. Now that we got the gameplay covered, let's go into some of the game modes. Um, if you remember last year, long shot mode, that's gone now. Been replaced with quarterback one base of the franchise. Uh, it's a fun little story mode that allows you to choose between one, I think it's 10 colleges maybe, and you get to do the college football playoff um, and depending on your success and you have to go through the NFL combine, training, talk with your agents. You can go all the way from um, getting drafted first overall to I don't really even know the floor. I think I did a couple of them. I got drafted in the fourth round on one, so it kind of mixes it up. Um, 
it's it, in my opinion, it's actually a ton of fun because it kind of brings back that NCAA football game feeling of playing in the college teams. I kind of wish there were more teams to choose from than the 10. I mean, you're looking at, I don't know what the teams are, all of them are off the top of my head, but it's Texas Tech, Florida, Florida State, um, LSU, a couple other, I think Oregon. So you don't get to choose maybe your favorite college, but you do get to play some college with cool uniforms. Um, and when you're playing in the college, you play the entire team, not just your player. So that's kind of a weird, weird thing. And it gives you goals you got to hit. And depending on how well you play in the, in the, the football playoff depends on how your or your combine invite, your agent, and all that stuff. Um, one of the things I really liked about it is they made player customization just leaps and bounds better than it has been in the past Madden's. Instead of just the classic old, you know, choose your face and you've got like ten faces to choose from and that's it. You can actually go in, customize your eyes, your ears, your nose, your cheeks. You can put hair and facial hair on on your guy and kind of make him your own. So it's kind of bringing back this kind of an RPG style, like a role playing creative player, which is really cool. So you get to customize your player. Um, the story's pretty good. I mean, the th- the bad thing about this mode is you can only play as the quarterback. You can't be any other player. So it's a bad thing if you liked to do superstar mode with wide receivers and tight ends. All you got right now is is quarterbacks. So um, in my opinion, it kind of starts to lose steam without giving too much away once you get to the NFL. I mean, essentially, once you get to the NFL, it's just single-player franchise and your lock, quarterback locked. So that's a good start. Uh, what do you think about this mode? Uh, you know, I've ha- I've had some fun. I haven't dived into it as much as uh, as you have, but I- I've made my way through a, a good amount of it. So uh, I think it's a good mode. It's good to to bring back. I I did enjoy the long shot mode. It was it was an entertaining story on eighteen and nineteen. You know, it, it was nice to see the progression from from year to year of that story. But I like that they brought back essentially superstar mode. Um, how they had to have you know how they had it on the the older games. Uh, the, the part I don't like, you mentioned earlier, I wish I could be a running back or a receiver or, you know, I enjoyed playing uh, defensive positions on some of the older games. So it, it is fun at the moment. It's a little, the frustrating part for me is I feel like they took an old mode that people loved um, from some of the older Maddens from 06, 07, 08, um, so on the superstar mode and they just kind of repackaged it and then limited it down and gave it to you as something as a new invention. Um, like it's a, 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 a breakthrough and, and things like that. So I think, uh, if they keep the mode, I'd like to see him progress it and maybe open it back up to a full on superstar mode to where you can control some of those other positions. Um, and maybe still have a, a storyline going on. You, know, I, I enjoy, uh, say like the NBA 2k games, um, their story mode, I think is always kind of entertaining to do if you're into those. Uh, the story keeps progressing with you as you um, play through your career. You get shoe deals and, you know, you have the the side story um, that happens. But, I mean, you can get shoe deals and endorsements and and all this other stuff. And and uh, so I'd like to see him get on that level. But I think for bringing it back and introducing it this year, it's, it's a great start, but uh, definitely has some room to grow. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Because when you're really looking at this mode, what it is, that superstar mode where essentially superstar mode was all about playing it was you do the combine you get out there 
it didn't really have much story. They mixed that with long shot mode. So this one, and I'll put a spoiler alert now if you don't want to uh, know what's happening in the storyline, you might want to skip a few seconds, but they, uh, they make it to where in college you're signed on as a five-star recruit. Another recruit comes in, uh, transfers ahead of you. They're the number one recruit. So you're basically on the bench your four years. So the only game, he gets injured. So the only games you're playing are the last two games. That part, and it's one of the things I hate about most storylines, it, it doesn't have any replayability to me at all because once you play through, it's like, I'm not going to play it again. Uh, the only reason you would play it again is if maybe your guy didn't turn out the way you want. Um, that's why I like what Mike was saying about maybe do endorsement deals because honestly, once you get to the season, you'll get text messages from your upcoming opponents and they'll be like, I hear you're talking trash. I'm, I'm the greatest defender in the league. And it gives you challenges. Um, outside of that, it's literally just franchise mode. So there's no, once you get to the NFL, the story's over. And I'd like to see that continue with, and that's a great, great idea from the 2K series is endorsements, player deals, maybe even Madden covers, doing things like that, trying to get your guy to be that superstar. Um, I just think it, it needs a little depth to it. And it maybe it needs a little bit of change. So if I go in and I do things differently, I'd like it to alter it. So each time I play through it, it's a little bit different. I feel like it's going to lead you to the exact same thing every time. The only variable that changes will be where you get drafted, really. Yeah, and I I think it's it's a great mode. I think they're presenting it as something shiny and new, but when you really deep dive into it, it's it's a somewhat shallow mode overall. Um, just with the lack of being able to choose your position and and uh, like you said, it doesn't. I mean, if you play it once, unless your character just doesn't turn out how you want, there's really no need to to start a new character, honestly especially if you have a good one. I mean, I'm probably not going to play, you know, 15 seasons and retire and say, well, that was fun. I'm going to restart now. Um, I yeah, mean, it'd be if, different if you could choose a different player type. Like if you did a quarterback and you did a running back, but being that you have to be a quarterback every time, it's really just a playthrough once kind of thing. Yeah, and, and what I enjoyed about the the old superstar modes on Madden or the, um, I forgot the name of the mode, but basically the superstar mode on NCAA uh, before they stop making those is, you know, I like, I like the fact that, you know, and especially on some of the older NCAA games you'd go through and you had to pick your parents and, you know, that would adjust, you know, that would adjust and affect your, you know, some of your ratings, honestly. Um, I thought that was great. I'd like to see him bring something similar to that back. Um, I like being able to say, Hey, I've got five superstars going right now. One's a quarterback, one's a running back, one's a defensive lineman, one's a safety, one's a, you know, a tight end, uh, because it's, it's fun to play some of those positions. Uh, sometimes it's challenging, you know, anyone can go out and, and play quarterback because we all control the quarterback every single play. Everyone should be a good quarterback, but it's a little harder to go out and, and turn, uh, you know, make a safety and turn him into an all pro or, you know, a hall of famer and, and, uh, put up those great numbers. That's a little bit harder to do. So it gives it more challenge. It gives it more depth. Um, I definitely, like I said, I want to see some of those endorsements. I want to see the Madden covers would be a great idea, you know, working your way up to that, that level and being able to be on Madden, uh, would be a great idea. So, uh, I mean, overall, I, I think it's a, it's a good idea, but I want to see him bring a little more depth to, to the mode. All right. So we're going to go to our out of 10 rating scale for this mode. I've got it as a six. I think it's a good and kind of like the X factor abilities for me. I think this is a good start. I think they need to build on this. I don't think next year they need to come out with something totally new and scrap this mode. 
you know, add those other players in. If they could just build on this, I think it's going to be good. But for right now, I've got it at a six. That's the exact score. I actually have it right now. And, and, uh, with with the same notes, really, it's 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 a great start. But like I said, at the moment, it's it's presented as a, a shiny new thing. But when you look at it, it's just a a recycled old mode that they kind of cut in half essentially. And they took a great mode and and uh, just t- kind of turned it into an okay mode at the moment. So uh, with Madden twenty, you know Madden twenty one or Madden twenty two, if they keep it, I definitely want to see them add a little more depth. So, uh, but right now, I give it a six out of ten. Yeah, and one last thing I'll add, because I'm sure that the Madden creator is probably listening to this, <laughs> is uh, I think just keep going with customization, too, because one of the things people want in this day and age is individualization. Let them, I don't know why they ever took tattoos out and long hair. Um, even on this draft, or even on this um, game year, it, the customization is a lot better, but it's still far beyond or below any other game. If you're talking about creative player, yeah, you can kind of mold your face the way you want, but you still got a package of maybe 15 different hairs you can put on there, 15 different beards, and you can't control the beard length. When I'm thinking of customization, I look at MLB The Show on PlayStation. They've got some great customization in there. You can do multiple facial hair builds, longer length. They've got great different colored um, cleats and gloves and all these crazy things. I just hope that they keep building on that because I think they took a huge step forward because last I don't know why, but I can't remember the last year where they actually had a decent creative player on Madden. It, it got to the point where it was like, pick your skin type and pick your head, and you couldn't do anything else. So I'd like to see them build on that. and just It's, it's just going to be more fun for people. They could spend a half an hour or 45 minutes in there creating their perfect character and showcasing their personality. I think it'll go a long way. And I, I, I think that's a great point. Um, I mean, when we're talking about the great things that NBA 2K is doing or MLB the show, or, you know, I've brought up on several occasions, the older Maddens and, you know, we're going back over a decade with some of these Maddens. And so when you have Maddens on, on uh, the PS2 or the original Xbox or GameCube that, I mean, have better features or, or, um, uh, you know, more options, you know, that's, that's not necessarily a good thing when, when other sports, modern sports games are beating you or when older versions of your game are beating you, um, in certain areas, that's, that's not a great thing to have, honestly. So it's definitely something I think they need to look into. They need to focus on and, and, uh, hopefully key. I, I think they did try and fix some of that this year. I just hope that they don't give up on it. Uh, and I hope that they keep continuing it. Exactly. All right, now let's take a look at one of the more popular modes now, Madden Ultimate Team. Um, I know this is getting a lot of popularity, and it's become one of the biggest modes on Madden. I'm also going to tell you why I think it might be the death of Madden if things keep trending this way. Um, If you're not familiar with Ultimate Team, you play, you unlock challenges, they give you a base team, of, and, and you can make your team out of any players from any team and legends and all this stuff. But you start out with a base team and you have to do challenges. When you complete those challenges, you get card packs. When you open those card packs, you can get legendary players, rare players. You can get just solid players. You can get contracts. And what you do is you just assemble your perfect team and it allows you to play online with that team. The problem is Madden and EA have made it to where you can spend actual money on these packs And what that essentially means for anyone in the video game world who knows EA as a company, they're paying to win. They're going to allow you, if you've got four or $500 to dump in Madden Ultimate Team, you're probably going to be the best at Ultimate Team. 
I've I've talked to people online that have gone from anywhere from four hundred dollars a year on Madden to fifteen hundred dollars a year on Madden. Um, and that's classic EA. If you look at any of the the Star Wars Battlefront games and anything that they've done, they always try to capitalize on this. And the reason I think it might end up being the death of Madden is because as long as this mode is making them cash, they're going to care less and less about the other modes. It's where essentially when Madden comes out, it's just going to be Ultimate Team. And it'll have this franchise thing on there too, but Ultimate Team is going to be the main mode. Um, I actually think it's a great... It's a great mode if you take out the aspect of pay to win. Because I, I like the fact that you're collecting things, you're completing challenges, you can play it single player, you can play it multiplayer, you can build this awesome team. It's gonna it feels really good as a Chiefs fan when you unlock like a legendary Tony Gonzalez tight end or a legendary thing like that. So I think it's a good mode. I just think that there's some definite issues with it. What's your opinions on Ultimate Team, Mike? Uh it it's the same. I think I, I like the idea of it. I like the fact that it's it's almost like fantasy football mixed with an RPG um, or, you know, like an old card game, kind of like a Magic the Gathering or or something like that. Um, I, li- I like that aspect of it. That's intriguing to me. But what kills it for me is it's the loot boxes and and the pay to play, because, you know, I, I spend the sixty dollars on a game or sometimes every few years I'll buy the Superstar Edition. So it's eighty dollars and. And uh, that gives you a, a few things on the the uh, ultimate teams, but uh, at the end of the day, it's you know I could play this I could play this mode for twenty hours, but then you have you know some guy in you know we'll say New York or something that goes out and spends a hundred dollars, and all of a sudden he's already ahead of me. He's already better than than I am team wise at least. And so I mean, like you said, EA is a bit notorious. They're not a bit. They actually are really notorious for for loot boxes and loot crates and stuff like that. And basically, uh, pay to win. And I mean, it, it doesn't seem like they've, they've learned from the fan feedback over the years. Cause I mean, that kind of essentially killed battlefront, uh, one. And even though battlefront two, I think was a little bit better game overall than battlefront one. Uh, they, I mean, fans were just so furious over it that, I mean, no one really, not a ton of people really play battlefront two um because they just didn't care at that point um i mean i think ea is kind of burning some bridges with with those loot boxes and it's a shame because it's it's a great idea um the ultimate team and they do it on their on their other game uh other games like fifa um uh has a great one in nhl and nba live and all that stuff i mean they're they're great ideas but it it just kind of kills it with that loot box so well, not to stray too much from Madden as a game, but I think the only way that they'll stop doing this is if people stop buying the the packs, which I, at this point I don't really see happening. Um, I was standing in line for Madden when it was released. Uh, the guy in front of me bought Madden. The guy at the counter said, hey, do you want to buy, I don't even remember what it was, but it was some, some odd amount of packs for Ultimate Team. And the guy dropped like 50 bucks right there on launch day. Didn't even know how good the game was. He's already spent $50 on Ultimate Team points or whatever it is. So I think as long as we keep pay, paying it as a as a fan base, they're going to keep on building this mode. And and I don't think it's a bad thing. I, one of the things I really like about the mode is it gives you something to quickly do. Like say you've got 20 minutes and you don't want to jump into a franchise game or play on your QB1. You can hop in here and just do a couple challenges, unlock some card packs, 
Um, if you want to play against somebody online, you can take that ultimate team you've built, jump on there and play online. So I feel like this single mode gives you multiple ways to play and, and it fits time frames a lot. Cause sometimes it's, I've noticed uh, in the past years and I haven't played too much ultimate team this year, but <clears throat> I think last year, a couple of the challenges were like, hey, this is the two minute drive. You're down by seven, win the game. And that's it. So you could legit complete that in two passes if you really wanted to. Um, so it's one of those things where it, it's kind of more flexible with your time, but it, it's just the pay to play is kind of, and I'm not saying you can't have a good Madden ultimate team without paying. You could grind on these challenges, unlock these packs, and you could easily have a 93 overall team. It's just going to take you a lot longer. And if you want to jump into that online play aspect of it immediately, you're going to be a little bit behind. Yeah, it's it's something like I said, I, I love the game mode itself. I like, you know, I, I like playing RPGs. I like, you know, fantasy football. Obviously, we've we've had a couple episodes touching a ton on fantasy football. So I love the fantasy football aspect of it. I love the RPG aspect of it, um, even the card game aspect of it. I like um, it just like I said, it for me, it, it takes it down um, quite a bit just because, you know, I feel like even though I may be a better player than than so-and-so over here that they already have the advantage over me because they're willing to spend the extra money on it. And I, what I would like to see is maybe have a cap of how much you could spend each year um, or on each Madden or, you know, ultimate team. Uh, I think if they said, Hey, uh, we're going to cap it at a hundred dollars. I think that would be fine. I'd be okay with that uh, because you're not going to be crazy ahead but if you're like some of these guys like you said spending you know thousands of dollars on an ultimate team you know i mean how are you if you're if you're a good player and you're willing to spend that money you know no one else is going to be able to compete with you so i mean it it uh some some good aspects to it the gameplay itself the mode challenges the missions all that stuff are great but uh it's really brought down by the loot boxes for me and I will add one more thing I really like about this mode, and this kind of takes the pay-to-play out of it. They have a game mode. Yeah, I can feel life me can't remember what it's called, but essentially you enter it and it's you you draft a team and you play you have to get three wins to unlock packs. And if you don't get the three wins, you just lose the team. So if you've ever played not to let my nerd flag fly too high here, but if you've ever played games like or Hearthstone or anything like that, they have an arena mode where it essentially shows you four cards and you pick one. Then it'll show you four more cards and you pick one. And that's how you build your team. So it puts up four. It's kind of like a fantasy draft, but they will have like, let's just say you're building a team. It could have a legend in it. It could have a rare player. It could just have a really good player. Um, but you, you could, if you're picking all these good players and you don't have any offensive line, you need to, it's a real strategy building thing. So you don't want to take just all the great skill players and no offensive linemen. So it's kind of a fun mode. And that way you can't actually, you don't have to deal with this pay to play. Because what happens is I think it's like 15 rounds. You choose these players and then it, it fills the rest of your team in. Then you play online against people. And it's like, if you win three games out of, I think you get two, two strikes or whatever. So if you win three games, you get you unlock like massive packs. If you only win two games, it's kind of tiered that way. So that that part of it's kind of fun, and that's why if we're looking at the out of ten ratings that we've been giving so far, I actually give this ultimate team mode. And I kind of hate to do it, but I give it an eight because I honestly feel like if they didn't have pay to play, I'd probably put this at a ten because there's a lot to ultimate team, and I think it's a really good mode. It's just 
the pay to play kind of puts a little damper on it for me. What's your rating? Uh, I got to disagree with you. I'm going to go a lot lower. I'm actually giving it a five out of 10. The The gameplay itself, like I said, the, I like the gameplay itself. I like the idea of it. I like the challenges. I like the strategy of it, but uh, it just, the, the loot boxes just kill it for me. And so, I mean, it almost makes it to where I don't even want to play it. Uh, and when that happens, I mean, to me, that's just not a good game mode anymore. Um, I mean, I'll still dabble on it like I do every year, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a ton of focus in on it. So, um, I give it five out of 10 overall. I don't blame you for that. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Star Wars Battlefront one and two. Um, people were so upset at one because of the loot boxes and stuff that no one played two. I actually played two and it was actually a really good game. Uh, it's one of those things where they've, when they make so many people mad with this practice of pay to win people start giving up on the mode. So um, I don't blame you for the low rating. I think it's still a good mode, but um, hopefully they can still keep this mode up, but still focus on the other modes because I, th- I feel like every year the modes just kind of shrink and shrink and shrink. So, all right, now we're going to move on to our favorite mode, franchise mode. I feel like this is one of the most important modes for Madden. And if you're a Madden veteran, uh, this is going to be your favorite mode from way back on Madden. A lot of times you'll sit there in the off season and we talk about fancy football all the time, but you sit in the off season and you think, God, I wish my team would just sign this guy. I wish I just wish we had a stud quarterback in the draft. Wish we did this. Well this is your chance to to take over a team and do it yourself. I feel like this is and it's also been in past years, just a minor update. And that seems to be all that they're capable of doing on this mode for whatever reason. Um and over the years I can't remember the year. Maybe it was 13 or 14 to 16, somewhere in that area. They dropped franchise mode all the way back to make it this vanilla, boring experience. And they've worked their way back up. Over the years, it's been great. Over the years, it's been awful. So this is the most inconsistent mode to me. Um, It looks like this year they took out the coach aspect, which I really liked. So now they've got owner and player, which is kind of interesting since they have QB1. But I think the point is... If you want to do a player and you don't want the storyline part of QB1, you just do a franchise as a player and it player locks you down to that guy. Outside of that, there's not a ton that they added to it. It looks like maybe some, they added what they call a scenario engine. And that is if you make players mad or you don't feed the right players, they can get angry, demand trades and uh, do that stuff. I've played... Probably we've played a half a season. I've played another season on a different franchise and an off season. I didn't really see many scenarios come up. I think on the Bengals franchise that, that Mike and I are doing together, I did get a message from John Ross that said, Hey, I want to be more involved. <laughs> it didn't really turn into much. I think I threw him a couple of touchdowns the next week and it gave him some XP. Other than that, it wasn't like game changing. Um, I just feel like, Madden needs to take advantage of some of the storylines we hear year in, year in and year out in the offseason. Like, I know that they don't like doing this because it's not positive on the NFL, but player suspensions, locker room cancers or divas, uh, extensive contract holdouts. These are headlines that dominate the NFL now, yet they have no place in Madden for some reason. Um, and you could easily do that if you just put a personality rating on players. So if you draft a guy with low personality, they're more likely to get suspended or bring the, bring down the locker room morale or cause problems for you. Um, it's this kind of stuff that would add depth in it. I just don't feel like they really added much this year. What do you think, Mike? 
Yeah, I mean it's it's basically the same as it is every year. I mean they like you said they added the the uh, scenario tweaks and stuff like that, but I haven't really seen it taken advantage of at the moment. Um, it's definitely something that they could work on um, and and to to add some depth. And I'd like to see him kind of going back to NCAA fourteen things like that. I'd like to see him bring in on that one. You know, you could start off as a coordinator and work your way up. I'd like to see that kind of scenario um with coaches with players things like that um you know i'd like to see you know the thing i don't like doing with uh with the players is you basically just create a player and you can make them a 99 if you want and to me that's not fun that's not interesting i want to i want to my guy to start off as a 72 and i have to work my way up and become a great player it's it's not fun whenever i can just say oh hey i'm going to be a quarterback and all of a sudden i have 99 throw power and 99 accuracy on on all levels of accuracy and by the way, I'm also a 99 speed, so I'm the best running back on the game too. You know, to me, it's not that's not fun. Um, I like the challenge of building them up. So um, whether it be a player or a coach, uh, so I'd like to see them add some something like that that could bring in some depth um, and bring in you know just something a little more challenging and interesting. Um, the game mode itself, I mean, I say if you've liked it in, in past years, you're going to like it this year. Um, there's no reason not to like it if if you've liked it in other years outside of the fact that it's, I mean, it's the same. One of the things Mike hit on that, was, that always bugs me is EA made NCAA 14. And in my mind, that's the perfect football game. Yet they haven't rolled any of that over to Madden. And I don't understand why. why they don't bring in the where you can start as a coach and you start as a coordinator. And when you're that coordinator, you can only run that side of the football after the year's over, you get con contract uh, negotiations or job offers from other schools, well, schools then, but teams. Now, if you got to be a head coach, then you control the entire team. You could hire a staff under you. Um, if you got fired, which that was the thing that was cool in coach mode on Matt on, on Madden last year, if you were a coach and you didn't perform well, they could fire you. You had to get another job. They took that out for whatever reason. So I just don't get why EA can't bring in stuff that they've already created. I mean, they made NCAA 14 a few years ago, and it was almost perfect in my eyes. And and now here we are with Madden and a watered-down franchise mode that they already have the capability to do. Yeah, it's it's something I think that, that frustrates a lot of people. I think it's something people want to see. Um, and it's, it's the questions people have every year of if you've done this on older games and people liked it, why can't, you know, or you done it on other games, um, why can't you bring it over to this game? And they have the capability to make, you know, a, a phenomenal football game. And instead they're, they're kind of recycling and giving us the same stuff. Um, and in some scenarios it gets a little bit better in some scenarios it gets a little bit worse. Um, but it is frustrating knowing that they have the capability and the tools and the ideas to, to do this stuff. And they're just choosing not to use them. So, um, I mean, yeah, I would even, like like, even when you look at when last year you could do a coach, the creative coach was absolutely ridiculous. You had six dudes you could choose from for looks. It's like, seriously, why can't you do a coach? And then they removed the coach, mode, but if you could do a coach mode and actually make your coach, cause we think about guys like Cliff Kingsbury Sean McVay, I think the excitement now is I want to create a coach and I want him to look the way I want him to look. And I want to create playbooks using plays and formations. That's all stuff that they've had. And like, uh, if you remember back in the NFL head coach games, which were some of my favorites, I don't know why they can't just bring that stuff back because I, that would be my favorite mode. 
I would come in as an offensive coordinator, create my guy to look like me, create my own playbook the way I want to play, and try to build up to be a great head coach. And if I get fired, so be it. You know, it's one of those – it's a fun mode, and instead they they put all this effort into owner mode, which in my mind is completely ridiculous because let's be realistic, things like merchandise sales and concessions – just sit in the background and are completely ignored because it's not even anything that really changes anything. Yeah. Stadium relocation is a joke. Building new stadiums is a joke. I think over the last six years, you have the same four stadiums you could choose from. If you look at games like I know Mike and I bought NHL, if you did NHL and you did a relocation, you got to customize everything in that football stadium. You got to customize your logo or in, sorry, in the hockey arena, you got to, do the way the lights work, the intro when people when players are running out, you get to change your seats, you get to change the artwork on the walls, you get to change everything inside. What kind of uh, stairs you had, and then Madden, it's like you pick between a sphere, a deluxe, or a futuristic stadium, and that's it. It's so boring. The owner mode to me is just over. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean that, and and like like I said before, it, it's frustrating seeing that these other games that are made by EA are, are doing some great things. And yet Madden isn't bringing some of them over and, and and it goes both ways. I mean, there's some stuff, some great stuff that Madden does that other games aren't taking advantage of either. Um, But when you have examples, you know, like NHL doing some really great stuff with the arena stuff, or you have um, MLB, the show doing some great stuff on their, on, on the show mode, um, or the my player on 2K, and I mean even even some of the franchise stuff on 2K, or some of the franchise stuff on on um, on MLB the Show. I mean it's it's when you see these other games doing it, and other games in your own company doing it. To me, if you don't do it as well, and you don't put forth the effort, you're you know you're you're only hurting yourself in the end. Because I mean more and more people are just going to get doled out by the game and just stop buying it eventually. Cause they're going to say, I don't need to upgrade to, to 2021 because I have Madden 20 and it's going to be the same game. So who cares? Um, especially when you can do roster downloads yourself, you can go online and, you know, luckily we have the guys that go out there and they create the rosters themselves and do their own roster updates. And that's phenomenal. And when you can do that and just implement that roster onto Madden 20 or Madden 19, even, you know, there's no need to buy the new game because it's not going to change anything. So uh, at the end of the day, it's just going to end up hurting, you know, the company itself. So I, I, I haven't understood or I can't fathom why they don't understand that themselves or grasp that themselves. They just seem to think let's just, let's just put on a little, you know, a little facelift a little bit and slap on a new, you know, a new year, a new cover athlete and put the game out. So um, well, I think or, it goes back to if people buy it, they don't have any incentive to upgrade. And because uh, like the one last thing I'll say about NCAA 14, and I'm I'm a little bit bitter if you couldn't tell because I love that football game. Um, on the stadiums, you could go on NCAA 14, log on to a web browser on EA Sports website, and create your own team down to uploading your own custom logos, choosing your team colors, building your uniforms, um, making your head coach, naming the stadium, whatever you want. So you actually have naming rights to the stadium. You could do all this stuff on NCAA 14 and on Madden, you just choose from four stadiums and you have no input whatsoever. Just unbelievable to me. And, and it going kind of going back um, to some, some even older games. I mean, I remember, you know, when we were younger doing, doing dual dynasties or dual franchise on Madden, you know, dual dynasties on NCAA and, uh, 
doing stuff on that. And I mean, some of the, the stuff you could do on say, you know, NCAA 05 or NCAA 06, 07, uh, Madden 06, 07, 08, um, is, is better than what we're seeing in 2019. And to me, in, in an eight, you know, in the age of technology, basically that's, that's unacceptable. That's not something that should be, um, you know, accepted. Uh, it's something that should be, uh, we, I mean, the, we as fans need to let them know that, Hey, this isn't okay. I mean, unfortunately you still have, we're still buying the game every year. So like you said, they're not going to, as long as we're still buying it, they're not going to change anything. And honestly, we'll probably still continue to buy it. But um, I think it's something that down the down the line, I mean, it, eventually I, I'm hoping it kind of, you know, nicks them in the butt a little bit because I think that's what it's going to take to to get them to make some serious change and put in that serious effort that that not only we want, but I mean, at this point, I think we kind of deserve when you've, you know, like me, I, I've owned every single Madden game since got 94, I think, or or uh, maybe the first one was 93, whatever the first year was. Um, I mean, I've owned every single Madden game there is and, you know, almost every single NCAA game there there was. Um, so, I, I mean, I'd like to see, you know, some of my loyalty rewarded by them actually putting out something innovative and something new and something creative instead of just kind of the the lazy recycled, you know, same game over again. Yeah, and just to hit on some of that, you're talking about in the age of technology. They they do have a Madden companion app, and it's next to worthless. What it does is it allows you to um, fire up the app and set your team to advance <laughs> if you are not by your PlayStation or whatever. That's really it. You can't do anything. I don't think you can edit depth charts. Uh, and it's just it's one of those things too where people are like, well, that you know maybe the technology's not there, but it was because. In NCAA 14, you could also log on to your web browser and you could do recruiting. You could do all this stuff on your web browser just as a companion to the game. So Madden does have a, a franchise companion app. It's just not great yet. It It's nice if you, like yesterday, we were, we were playing our franchise and my internet was kind of screwing up <clears throat> and I couldn't set my team to advance. So I fired up the Madden companion app and just hit ready to advance. And that's about what it's good for. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's something that in, in the year 2019, I mean, when, when we have phones that, that aren't far behind consoles or, you know, or even some computers with that type of technology, it's, you know, you can't really say, well, we don't, you know, we don't have the technology to, to edit depth charts on an app. Like that shouldn't be a thing. If, if you could do it on, on a console and the phones aren't that far behind it or your tablet or whatever you're using it on, you know, there's no excuse that you shouldn't be able to, you know, accept a trade or, or, yeah. uh, edit a depth trades or, or, yeah. yeah, or even scout college players. I mean, these are things that I feel like the app would be great for if I'm at work and Mike finishes a game and the week advances, I should be able to pull my phone out, do my player scouting, make player injury decisions, um, things like that. You should be able to handle without having to, to fire up your PlayStation at home. It would make the whole franchise move smoother too, because if Mike's at home waiting to play, it, it maybe I could set mine to auto sim or whatever for the game if I'm going to be gone on vacation or something like that. I just feel like there's, in being in the technology field myself, I feel like there's a lot that add to franchise and to Madden in general, even Ultimate Team, um, just with a with a nice app. So I feel like they they've got room to grow there for sure. Absolutely. 
right. So we've kind of talked about what we don't like about it and what we want to see in the future. Let's talk about some of the functionality of the game. One of the biggest things I have a problem with, I go in there and so I'm the Bengals in our franchise. I know AJ Green's aging and whatnot, so I throw him on the trade block. <laughs> I get absolute jokes of offers. There's nothing even close to realistic. The Bengals wanted to trade AJ Green right now, Mike. Who do you what do you think they could get for him? And based on the Antonio Brown trade and the Odell Beckham trades and stuff like that, I mean, you would think probably, I mean, he's not going to get as much as, as Odell Beckham, but I mean, he should at least be in the range of Antonio Brown. They're right around the same age. So, I mean, he should at least be in that range. Um, and honestly, I mean, the, the, the Raiders got a steal um, in terms of what they gave up. We'll see if that pays off down the line. Obviously that's on another subject, but uh, I mean, they gave up a, a third round pick and a fifth round pick, I believe, mm-hmm. um, you know, so they they got a steal. But I mean, it's it's one of those if if you're trading for A.J. Green and you go and you offer a third and a fifth, you know, the the interest meter is it, it basically as low as it can go. But if you put them up on the trade block, you know, you'll get a, a, <laughs> yeah. a 20, a 2021 third round pick, a 2021 seventh round pick or like then, a 60 overall tackle and a third round pick. And it's like, come on. Yeah. And so I'd like to, you know, uh, the trade, um, the, uh, the trades on Madden have been something that's been extreme on both sides because I remember on, it was Madden 15 or Madden 16 where, you know, you could basically go out and sign a, a 65 cornerback and it was, I mean, you had gold on your hands. You could go out and you can get anyone you wanted for that 65 cornerback. And, and I hated that, but at the same time, I, I hate, uh, on this, on I told you, you know, um, outside of the podcast the other day about trying to trade for Josh Allen in a franchise and the team wanted, uh, they needed a left or a right guard and a center. And I had done a fantasy draft. So I had Travis Frederick and I had Zach Martin and I put both of them up and I put a first round pick in 2020 up and the meter was still low red. And so, I mean, I'm offering, you know, two elite offensive linemen and a first round pick for a 74 overall quarterback. And I understand he's a franchise quarterback and, and there's a lot that goes into that, but for it to still be in the low red, just for them to show no interest in it at all to me is, um, you know, I think that's extreme on the other side of, of the spectrum. So, yeah. And that's what, you know, I could see them not wanting to trade Josh Allen because he is their young second year franchise guy, but to have zero interest. I mean, let's be realistic. Every GM in the world would have interest in that trade. They may not take it, but they're going to have interest in it. And that's just part of the, I mean, the AI this year for, for the trade, it's, it's better than recent years because yeah, you used to be able to sign three or four, uh, corners and just trade them for the number one pick. You know, it was absolutely insane, but I do like the fact that they're not willing to always trade. You know, if you try trading for Pat Mahomes right now, the, there's probably nothing the chiefs would take in real realistic. There, there's probably nothing the chiefs would take right now to, for a team to get Pat Mahomes. So it's kind of, uh, I like to see a little bit more realism there, but, but yeah, there's also the opposite where a team will, will draft a first round quarterback, even though they already have an 80 something. And then you can throw a third round pick and a backup tackle and they'll take it because they already have an 80 something quarterback. So I, I feel like the drafting logic's a little off and sometimes the trade, it, it really is kind of random. 
you may get it, try to trade for a guy like Josh Allen, not be able to get him, but then you might be able to trade for a guy that they just drafted and snag him right up before he even plays it down for him. So, yeah, it's it's something that on on past Madden games I'd like to see brought back is is the counter trade also. So if I'm offering uh, a right guard, you know, say a Zach Martin and Travis Frederick and a a um, first round pick for Josh Allen, and they say no, we're not interested. I'd like to see some sort of a counter trade um that that they could set up you know and say well hey we want zach martin travis frederick and my running back is christian mccaffrey on the franchise um as i did a fantasy draft but uh you know maybe they say we want christian mccaffrey also and then we'll give you a uh josh allen and you know even though i may not accept that trade i probably wouldn't but i'd like to see something with a counter offer would be i think a, another way to add depth to it and, and add something to it um or, you know, for them, like you said, with Patrick Mahomes, just for or or whatever player it is, um, just for them to come out and say, basically, there's no scenario in which you're going to get Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we're just not interested. It's going to take a lot more. And that's the other kind of thing that always it doesn't bother me because very rarely do you have to do it. But it, it'd be nice if you could throw more than three things on a trade block. Yeah. If you look back at like the Ricky Williams trade where they trade their entire draft class for Ricky Williams, it's like. I'd like to, not that I'd want to do something like that, but if you were going to trade for a guy like Mahomes, that's probably what it would take. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I mean it would take a lot more than three things to get those guys. I mean, to to be realistic, if if in in the scenario that the Chiefs actually accept a trade for Patrick Mahomes in real life, I mean, you're talking probably three first round picks, probably multiple second round picks, uh, potentially third round picks thrown in there, and then probably apply. I mean, you're talking probably eight, nine, 10 items to one um, is what it would probably right. something take. that Madden doesn't allow. Cause you, you can only have the three, the three slots. So. And so, I mean, I, I feel like I could, you know, I could have, uh, you know, the, the number four overall quarterback on the game, the number one running back and say the number one wide receiver. And I could offer all of that to whoever has Patrick Mahomes, whether you're it's the chiefs or if you do a fantasy draft and I feel like it's still, it's still going to be a low interest trade. Um, so I would like to see him be able to add more, add more to it. Or, you know what I like, um, about, uh, like NBA, and uh nhl and stuff it's like you can go particularly nba but you can go years into the future i mean you could trade a 2020 a 2021 a 2022 and a 2023 first round pick and uh, so you could trade four yeah. first round picks and go after say a, a Kawhi leonard um, or a kevin durant on on nba and so i'd like to to be able to to do that or you know even work in like a third team you know i'd like to see like three team trades if they could work that in i think would be interesting especially if you're on like a, a franchise uh an online franchise mode with multiple you know with say three four or five people because then you could work with your buddy and say hey i need this would you mind giving this up and i think you can get this back in return um i think that would be something that would be uh, honestly phenomenal to work in and, and another thing to add depth to it um if they could get it to work properly yeah, and I would really, I'd actually like to see or uh, um, draft picks that are based on performance. So I trade you a guy, and I say, "Hey, this is a conditional third round pick. If he makes the Pro Bowl, it's a second round pick." Kind of thing. I mean, that's something that happens every trade in real life, but they don't have a way to incorporate that in here. And it would be cool. And maybe that's your counter offer thing. You say, "Hey, I'm going to trade you a third round pick for this guy," and they reply back and say, "Hey." This guy makes a Pro Bowl. I want this to be a second round pick. Yeah. It's something that I don't think it'd be hard to do. 
And that kind of brings me into one other thing I had, and I'm just going to kind of intersect this here, but we talked about owner mode being garbage. We talked about how there isn't a coach mode. What I'd like him to see is replace owner mode with the GM mode. Because here's the thing. If you traded, we were talking about trading the next four years of draft picks for Mahomes or whatnot. If that trade doesn't work out, I think it'd be great if you were the GM, if you got fired and, and kind of you were, you were judged based on the moves you've made. If you traded all your players and got nothing but draft picks and drafted guys and you started losing, you know, in, in real life, you're fired as a general manager. Or if you're drafting and you don't draft very well and you get a bunch of busts because you didn't scout anybody, you're going to get fired. That's a mode that they've never had in Madden, but I think it'd be really cool. And, and it would set, you could set your um, goals based on what the owner wants. So, hey, we need to we need to win eight games this year. Hey, we want to win the AFC West this year. And and as a general manager, you do it. You can go to other teams if you want to. Um, I just feel like there's so much on franchise mode that they could do. I just hope that they do it. Absolutely, I agree with you there. So anything else you want to add to franchise mode? I mean, other than the things we've complained about, you're essentially just playing your games. And the offseason, I actually do like, granted this isn't new to this year, last year, is the uh, player progression is great because it, it gives you a point. You pull it up and you can put it towards different types. So say it's a quarterback, you can put it towards the scrambler or the imp- improviser or the field general. And based on that, it's kind of like a random draw. So if you pick field general, you could get up to like eight upgrades off of that one thing. And it helps upgrade that, that character's type. So I do like that. I also like the, and this is something that they don't really need to change much is the free agency being over several days. I know on past games, and this is a few years back, it used to be you put your offer in and you simulated it. And if you didn't get them, you didn't get them. So this year it's kind of a, and, and I think it was last year, maybe even the year before, but you put your offers on, it, it shows you where your offer ranks compared to others. And then you simulate a week. And it, sometimes the free agents will narrow down their list. Sometimes they'll sign with you immediately. Sometimes they'll sign with somebody else. And so I kind of like that off season aspect. Um, I don't feel like the draft has changed much, but I don't, I don't really feel like it needs to. It's a pretty solid, solid draft. Anything else you add to the off season? I mean, uh, no, I mean, I think the offseason is what the offseason is. I'd like to see like more of the scenario stuff with maybe players holding out or demanding new contracts. But other than that, I'm good with it overall. I also wish that they would add in, and I know a few years ago that it was um, restructuring contracts. So if you were having cap problems, you could say take your star quarterback, restructure his contract, backload it, and make it to where you could free up cap room, cap room that way. Because I feel like Right now, you just set your contract, and it is what it is till the end of it. There's no restructuring or, or signing bonus changing or anything like that. So that's one minor thing I'd like to see added into that. I think that'd be a good change to have. So, All right, so let's go with our out of 10 ratings for this mode. I have franchise mode at 7 out of 10. I feel like it's good. I feel like it's an improvement over the last couple of years. I just think it lacks in creativity and this is something that happens every year with madden like we've covered i feel like there's no giant leap from last year but it's just subtle slightly better i think it could take a massive jump if they just did a couple of the things uh that we've kind of talked about so what's your rating 
I'm a little bit lower. I'm giving it a six out of out of ten. Actually, um, basically the same notes. I I think it's a, a you know recycled with with some slight improvements, but again, it's it's something that I mean, like quarterback one um, is trying to present something shiny and new that that kind of lacks a little bit of depth, but. Um, franchise it's it's something that they're just kind of throwing at you saying hey this is what we have and there's still not a lot of depth to it so um, they're not even trying to attempt to make it look like they changed a lot on it they're just throwing it back at you and saying well it is what it is here you go uh, so I mean again it, it's got huge like every year it's got huge potential and they're just not taking advantage of it so uh, six out of ten for me on that all right. I know Mike had some beef he wants to air here with the player rankings, so I'll let you take that away. Yeah, I mean, I think it's something every year that that people have issues with. And I understand the Madden ratings guys have, you know, a, a lot tougher job than we as fans will um, give them credit for. Um, I mean, every player, you know, every player thinks that they deserve to be a 99 overall, um, which we all know is just not accurate. Um, but when you're looking at guys like uh, like Xavion Howard, the cornerback from Miami, uh, he was a co-leader in interceptions last year, second team All-Pro, made the Pro Bowl, um, and you have him as an 83 overall and the 27th ranked cornerback. Um, to me, that's, you know, you could sit there and throw out, well, we factor in his speed and we factor in his height and we factor in his jumping ability and all these traits. The fact is, is, None of that matters when he gets on the football field because he's obviously proven he's a great football player. So you need to adjust the ratings to match the fact that he's just an outright great football player. And so when you have guys like that or you have Frank Clark uh, for the Chiefs, uh, nine sacks um, a year for his career. That's what he averages, nine sacks a year. 13 last year, averages multiple forced fumbles a year, um, a leader on defense, top 100 player in the NFL recently. And you have him as an 83 overall uh, defensive end, you know, I'm not saying he should be a 99, but you know, at least a, a high eighties, um, uh, Akeem Hicks for the bears, uh, last year, he was a fourth rated, uh, interior lineman, um, only, uh, and he was the, he had the third best run grade, um, out of any, uh, interior lineman in the NFL. The only ones ahead of him were, uh, Donald, uh, Aaron Donald and Damon Harrison, which are, I mean, Aaron Donald, everyone knows is, is just an unbelievable monster. Best, best defensive player in the league, uh, recently voted the best player in the league on the, uh, the NFL 100. So, I mean, when you're only behind that and, uh, you know, your rating is only an 87 overall, you're on the, you know, the best defense in the NFL. And those are the guys you trail and one's a 99 and one's a 95, and you're an 87, you know, to me, it's, you know, it's a little jaw dropping a, a bit. Um, and then going to uh, my last one, I'll touch on Patrick Mahomes. Everyone knows what type of arm Patrick Mahomes has. Uh, I mean, there was that video released recently where he literally threw the football out of Arrowhead Stadium. And, you know, as me and Keith have stated in, in past podcasts, even this podcast, you know, we're both Chiefs fans. I'm Cowboys one, but Chiefs two. Um, we've gone to a lot of a lot of Chiefs games at Arrowhead um, over the years, and it's not a small stadium. We can assure you of that. So for him to literally throw a football out of the stadium shows you what type of arm that guy has. And so for him to have a 96 overall arm, whereas Josh Allen, who I said earlier, I think he and Josh Allen should be equal um, on the arm. Josh Allen's the only 99 overall, and then there's a three-point difference between it. Uh, 
I, I think that's a little off balanced, obviously. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a complaint we have every year, but it's something that, I mean, they need to, I think they get too analytical with it. They need to actually look, you know, you can't base everything off, off, you know, physical traits or off their, you know, whatever their speed or their height, their jumping ability, their explosion. At the end of the day, if you're a great football player, you put up great stats and you're one of the best at your position, they need, it needs to reflect that, um, period. So I think that's something that they definitely need to look into. It's something we're, we're going to complain about in 2021. We're going to complain about in 2022. It's never going to be a perfect system because, you know, all the fans think their guys should be higher rated. All the players think their guys should be higher rated, but it's, it's something I think you need to put a little more effort into and put, you know, show a little more respect for some of the players. So. Well, the thing I think is weirdest about this is, um, the left tackles. I don't really understand this. I don't know if they're doing it on a curve grade or what it is. You do have a couple stud left tackles, but for the most part, as a position group, there's barely any left tackles that are in the 80s even. I mean, you're talking about guys who made the Pro Bowl that are in the low 80s, high 70s. I don't really understand why it's like that, but and right tackle doesn't seem to be as bad in all the other positions, but left tackle in general, there's just not very many of them out there. I don't really get why they did that. And then the other thing, of course, is, you know, we talked about Pat Mahomes' arm, but how do you not make the guy 99? I mean, 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, Madden cover athlete. They introduced new throwing mechanics because he has such a unique arm, and then they don't make him a 99? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, and I mean, he can, I mean, it's, he's not a one note quarterback. He's a guy, he can run the ball. He has a, a phenomenal, I mean, one of the best arms we've ever seen in football. Um, he's, he's proven he's accurate. Um, last year, he seemed to make a lot better decisions in the NFL than he did at Texas Tech. So it seems like his decision making is, um, has improved. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it, like I said, I, I understand that the rating system is never going to be perfect, but when you have certain guys, and you're not giving them a 99 just because, uh, or just because, you know, they may not be the fastest guy, uh, or, you know, not, not necessarily a 99, but, you know, like I said, in Xavion Howard's, uh, instance, you know, yeah, he's not the biggest and the fastest and the strongest and this and this, but at the end of the day, he still had more interceptions than anyone else. He was still a second team, all pro. He was still a pro bowler and you have him as you have 26 other cornerbacks ahead of him that didn't do what he did. And yeah, they may be faster, they may be bigger, they may be stronger, but at the end of the day, their results weren't as good. So to me, I don't know how you can justify uh, having him that low and some of these other guys that high. And on that note, this is no way a promotion. We're not promoted by Madden, obviously. We would have been a lot nicer if we had been, but they do have a competition going on this year that where if you submit a video explaining why your favorite player is a 99 overall or should be a 99 overall, you could win a chance to be a Madden rating adjuster next year and be animated on the game as the ratings adjuster. So I just thought that was kind of a cool little deal. Like I said, no way of promotion. I think it's just something I think is interesting to give to the fans. So uh, it's yeah. a good, good opportunity if you happen to be that one guy. Yeah. I mean, there's guys like me who I, I love obviously the chiefs and I'm super biased. So I'm sure not everyone agrees with the Pat Mahomes being a 99, but it's just my opinion. So maybe, maybe I'll be a Madden's rating adjuster next year. All right, so I think that pretty much covers it. That was kind of a in-depth overview of what we think the Madden franchise is at and where we think it's heading. Um, in my opinion, I feel like it's a small step forward for the Madden franchise, and I, I think it's just a, 
the same every year. I mean, there are definitely years where it was a huge step back, but I think it's just a minor step forward. I'd like to see them put a little less emphasis on the ultimate team and a little bit more on franchise and just keep building that face of the franchise mode, making it outside the quarterback one, make it other positions. So I think it's a good start. And if they keep building on it and, and add more things in like more schools on QB one mode and more in-depth franchise, I think it's going to be a really good deal. Um, so I rated it a 7.5 out of 10. What's your overview on it? Uh, you know, a lot of the same, a lot of the same stuff on it. Honestly, I think from a gameplay aspect is it's an improvement, um, from Madden 19. Um, I think from a, from a, a game mode aspect, um, a little, little improvements here and there. Um, I mean, it, to me, if you're a Madden purist, which we are, uh, if you like other Maddens, you're going to like this game. If you don't like Madden, don't waste your time. Don't buy it. Uh, maybe rent it, but uh, get your football fix in. But if you if you're a purist, you're I mean, overall, you should like the game. There's no reason to to hate the game or anything like that. Um, but if you uh, are looking for something new, then this probably isn't the one for you. Overall, I give it a seven out of ten. Um, a lot of a lot of great things they did, but a, a lot of stuff they need to work on, a lot of stuff they need to improve, and uh, they need to just look at adding depth to this this franchise, honestly, um, as a whole, not the franchise mode, but um, just the franchise as a whole. Um, they need to look they need to look into adding some depth there. They need to look into adding, you know, taking advantage of some of these great modes. I love the quarterback one mode, but there's so much more they could do with it. Uh, the 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 ultimate team I think is a great mode, but there's uh, again so much more they could do with it. Franchise a lot that they could do with it, and then you know I understand they were trying to lower the rankings this year, the player rankings this year to to make it more realistic, but I think they went a little too extreme on that side. So I'd like to see some adjustments there. Uh, overall, though, uh, seven out of ten. I'm I'm enjoying the game uh, despite me complaining about some you know some stuff today. Uh, I, I think overall it's a fun game. I, I mean, I like Madden. I love Madden, uh, play it every year. So I'm still having fun with it. Uh, just a lot that they could approve though. All right. Perfect. And, and it's one of those things, I think, I can't remember which year, but there were years in Madden where I would go 15, 20 years deep in a franchise. I don't think that this Madden's one I'll probably do that on. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not great. Um, I think, like Mike said, just a, it just needs some improvement and keep building it. I think it's a it's a solid game. I think you'll really enjoy it if you if you're ready for football as much as we are, you're going to enjoy playing it. All right, Mike, what's on schedule for next time? Right, in the next episode of Gridiron Authority, we're going to be covering Week One of the preseason. We'll be going over some quick overviews of of uh, some unexpected performances uh, like Daniel Jones, but we will also be you know, trying to halt some of the the overthought of some of the stuff, some of the guys that maybe performed well, some of the guys that performed poorly, uh, saying which ones we should take serious, which ones we shouldn't take seriously. Uh, so, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a great episode. Make sure you tune in. All right. See you guys next time.